Um, so you're getting a landline. Yeah. Okay. So I really want to get a landline. Um, and I'm worried that this desire to get a landline will get me pinned as a nerd. Um, but I simply, I simply want people to leave me voicemail. I want, I want people to answer the phone. I want my little tape loop, um, recording to be like, you know, hello. Um, I, uh, can't can't come to the phone right now uh please leave a message um and i'll get back to you because i have other i'm out i'm out of the house i'm free um and like i could like keep the voicemail like updated regularly like i think that i think it would just be adorable um and you could screen calls too i yeah exactly it would be so cool it would, it would be lovely to have a landline maybe i want to connect to the internet that's a new thing that's coming around these days i don't know if you've oh. heard yeah you can actually plug your computer into the phone line whoa yeah it's revolutionary crazy. yeah that's why i got metronet <laughs> i hear um <laughs> i hear they've got some good minute minute discs they're they're passing out yeah um i wonder <laughs> i wonder how many minutes metronet will let me talk i wonder i wonder how many uh long free long distance minutes i get per month as you part can of my plan. um you can buy uh vintage uh minutes on ebay vintage minutes yeah they've got they've got the discs you can they they still sell them you oh, can no just way. you can just I, I don't know if they probably don't work mm. um because there aren't any minutes anymore yeah but um you can you can buy them and put them in your minute collection it's amazing to think that the advent of the iphone single-handedly killed time that's right yeah Anyway, on it's that time note, to start the podcast. Yeah, speaking of speaking of time being an illusion, uh, this is the this is the lame podcast. We're the Lexington Affidavit Marxist Experience. Nicely done. This is a podcast that talks about news and politics question mark surrounding um, Lexington, Kentucky. It is currently February the fourth, twenty twenty one. Uh, if you guys want to get in contact with us, we are on Twitter at LamePod. And you can also email us, so, sign us up for spam email No, uh, at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Uh, we want to know about the hot singles in our area. Yeah, you could sign us up for some like mail uh, landlord mailing list. That would be funny. You want to go ahead and sign us up for that one? Or just like completely waste their time and throw off their numbers? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the plan. We got to get in and see what and see what these uh these you know evil people are doing. Um, so it's at this part of the show normally that we would do feedback. Uh, so we got a few points of feedback, minor, and then uh, we're gonna go we into got some major feedback. We got guys. some major feedback coming up at the end of the show. Um, so some minor points of feedback. I'm gonna get into uh, last week. We talked about housing, um, and one of the things that we talked about. Uh, that I really wanted to know was a people's history of Lexington, mm-hmm. um, and turns out it exists. Okay, it is. Uh, if you go to the uh, Lexington government uh, website, the Lexington Kentucky dot the government itself yeah, has the people's history. LexingtonKY.gov. Okay, everyone everyone knows the government website. Yes, and uh, you go to racial justice and equality, mm. and there is a report the racial equity report and um is that the one they did this year yes oh i'm gonna talk about that one too how crazy um and or yes the racial justice and equality report and it is 
basically the the people's history of Lexington. Like they talk about how uh, there was like slaves and stuff. It's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the racial uh, the racial equity and justice report. Um, that is a fascinating read. Sixty eight pages. We got the best and brightest here in in Lexington putting everything together. Um, so this is uh, a pretty if not the definitive one of the it's, it's endorsed by the government all right um so uh that is that is the uh, conclusion of uh people's history of lexington wow, that we just did it that story arc yeah look at us we did um that. also uh we have been pronouncing one of our esteemed uh esteemed council members names I, wrong yeah i've heard this i've i've heard i've heard her say her own name she says okay so we're talking of course about about um usurper to uh bill farmer. bill farmer the farmer nation the destroyer of the farmer nation liz sheehan liz, but she says her name liz sheehan sheehan yeah it's um, a it's a it's a choice um it's so choice. i'm from here on out i at least i'm going to say liz sheehan um because that's that how she says so her name close. liz sheehan liz sheehan okay so it's does the h not exist not according to her all right well i'm down with that liz sheehan but that's i, I liz say sheehan. I'm, liz sheehan like Ed Sheeran, but okay, Liz Sheehan. Okay, no, but that's, that's, that also has an R in it. Sheeran. She, Sheehan. I'm going to go out down to the Ed Sheeran. She, um, Sheehan. Liz Sheehan. Damn it. Okay, we're going to try, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for now, we'll just refer to them as the the, um, the distinguished council member from District 5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll just say her name correctly. Okay, cool. I'll um, just, I'll just, I'm just going to get that recorded on like an easy button. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, final piece of feedback here is um, not so much feedback, but kind of a supplement to last week's episode. Okay, yeah. Um, we have we have the Gravel Institute. Okay, wait, uh, wait no. Wait. It's not just called the Gravel Institute? No, it's the Gravel Institute. <laughs> and that's how they say their name. I was supposed to... I've come all this way, and you have to tell me that life on my... Live on my own podcast, you're trying to tell me <laughs> that it's not just the Gravel Institute. No, have you ever watched one of their videos? No, I. <laughs> they say it's Gravel. All right, um, but there's a really good housing video that came out on the 29th of January. Oh, um, ooh, wow, they knew. They They're talk fans. about yeah, they talk about Red Vienna. Um, so give that a watch. We'll put a link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really nice. It talks about how public housing can actually be good. Um, shocker yes they have like pools and doctor's offices and like actual Exciting. things in their apartments so yeah it's well, good public housing would be a great um, would be a great boon to uh lexington's financial state you know imagine red lexington yeah right well because you know you don't have to um instead of all that instead of all of our hard-earned wages going to landlords it could go to the city budget instead that's right um that would be good and we would get something in return like housing you know Instead of, um, yeah, instead of our monies lining the pockets of the bankers and the landlords, yeah, we can uh, actually do something useful with... Uh, yeah. Instead of accidentally funding marina dealerships. Um, <laughs> hate it when that happens. Hate it. It's like, damn it, again? Every month? Yeah. Um, fool me once. Fool me once, right? Um, okay, so because we're a really professional podcast, we intentionally waited, um, we intentionally forgot and have waited to now to introduce ourselves. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm Jenry. I'm Aaron. Okay, cool. This is a news podcast, right? So let me, let me give you some news real quick. Um, uh, news point number one, 
uh, K through 12 students, which I really, um, I cannot emphasize enough that it's just K through, um, kindergarten through second grade students are returning to Fayette County schools in two weeks time. Wait, K, K2, not K12? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow, guys, we're really trying hard out here. Yes, it is. If you're from kindergarten to second grade, K2. I'm so used to seeing K-12 because that's what oh, it normally yeah. is. Yeah. The second highest mountain in the world. Um, is, it, is that really what it's called? Yeah. All right. I believe you. I, I mean, I would also refer to the public school system as the second highest mountain ever climbed. Um, but Truly difficult. <laughs> monumentous. Yeah. Um, the Fayette County Public School Board, um, to put it lightly, has been going through it recently. And in fact, almost all of my news today will be about them. And I won't even be covering all of it. Um, and I, I like just just because I don't, I don't, I don't, I honestly, I haven't done enough research on those guys. And I would feel bad to make too many statements about them. But safe to say, Lexing, um, the Fayette County Public School Board, if they were a person be the kind of person who like all throughout high school would just constantly post about how they're taking time to like work on themselves and like just like constant constant state of disaster these guys are in like you know they're like they're making it but you know at what cost right i read that um i read that they're uh, i think the kentucky state legislature is is giving seniors from last year the yes, option to, yes. okay. to do senior year again That's, i forgot to put this in the list but i did see that like when i was driving over <laughs> you're just gonna get a second chance which is great because it might give us um college students a uh, a second try as well just a second crack at it you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's what i would appreciate at least i would like my money back for um uh zoom university but that's just me um and my problems and not the problems facing the people and what problems facing the people, mind you be? I'm just kidding. It's more UK news. Um, the Reynolds building, everyone's favorite um, asbestos-ridden uh, tobacco warehouse that previously previously housed the uh, School for Art and Visual Studies. And now, um, to like uh, everyone's surprise, even people at UK, um, the School of Design is going in um to this building so what will that mean for you in lexington as a lexingtonian probably nothing because uk still hasn't gotten the funds to build a bridge over uh 68 to connect scott street so probably nothing but just be on the lookout they got this guy um not guy sorry this is uh her woman is uh, the name is uh jian gang um and her architecture work uh, is um, doing dumb stuff in Chicago, like trying to redesign O'Hare, which how dare you? It's beautiful. It's a be It's one of our best airports. And I don't care that it's um, literally statistically the worst. Um, I have a great, I have great pride for it. <laughs> anyway, the interior renders for the school design look stupid, um, but this is not really our wheelhouse. I just wanted to put it out there for anyone willing to look up the stuff. Like for a school of design, it really just looks like whatever. Um, all of UK's recent designs just scream like neoliberal, uh, like Silicon Valley, like jumpstart. Like uh, now, this is architecture. Business. Now that's what I call architecture. Um, yeah, really, really silly stuff. Uh, but now we're actually getting to the real issues of Lexington, which is, of course, um, whether Nancy Jo Kemper can be uh, uh, can enjoy her peace and quiet. So um, the. Uh, school board Fayette county school board right at the beginning of the pandemic um voted um in like a weird zoom meeting that no one showed up to allegedly um to continue to uh expand the tate's creek high school right 
They got a bunch of money for it, and they just started going wild, right? And there's multiple there's multiple levels to this one. The uh, local um, the uh, district rep for that, James Brown, is throwing a stink about it because, of course, he is. And we'll get into why because he's defending very certain kind of people's interest in this. Um, uh, <laughs> red alert: not the school board. Um, the the gall. Yeah, how dare. Um, so the school board has hired a contractor, um, right? As every government does, they contract out the labor, right? And one of the things that everyone was worried about was, um, well, there's a creek that runs um, along the edge of the property that they're building towards, right? What about the water? Think about the water stream conservation. And um, allegedly, the contractors did, but not long enough, um, because lo and behold, as the as this uh, construction has gone through, they have been in fact contaminating the water streams as they're going through, and have faced a couple of fines for it. Um, but that's not that's not the end of it, of course. W- the only thing worse, the only thing worse than uh, polluting our water is, of course, just tearing down trees. It, I, the city of Lexington can't get enough of this stuff. When they see an opportunity to tear down trees, they're like, "We'll do it. Yeah, we'll replant them." But like. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be around for the next hundred years to see that. You know what I mean? Um, but once again, whatever. They're tearing down trees. You know, this is nothing to these suburbanites that live around them. What really bothers them is the noise. Oh, no. It's hurting. Not only is this tree line removal hurting our property values, but the noise is just driving us crazy. So who comes to their defense other than Nancy Joe Kemper? Um, this is a former... Uh, state legislature candidate, I believe she was running for. Um, a former congressional candidate is just what they said. So that could be anything. So maybe she ran for God. I don't know. I've seen her name around in the sort of Facebook politics sphere. It's, it says she was, in 2016, she won the Democratic primary election with 80% of the votes to become the Democratic nominee for the Kentucky 6th District seat in the U.S. House of Representatives. Which is, she ran against Andy Barr. Evidently so. Weird. Okay, whatever. So, Nancy Joe Kemper, what did she have to say? It will seriously damage our property values and was once a quiet neighborhoodly street. It's like like East Kentucky suburb. Uh, sorry, East Lexington suburbs. There's nothing neighborhoodly about it. Um I like, you know, so they're they're upset that um that the uh that the school is going to be extending to the fullest extent of its property lines because um, you know, the your single family homes obviously must take precedent over the uh, continuing um, needs to expand our education system for our growing city. Heaven forbid we uh, educate our children. Heaven forbid. Um, and you know, I say this right, and um, and there's it's like it's so the the Fayette County School thing. It's like the reason I've shied away from covering it for so long, and why I'm sort of just getting it all out in one episode is you know the um, like I can't. It's not, it's something that people have sides on that's like not immediately apparent. Like, for instance, with the Frederick Douglass High School, right? They, um, on one hand, it's, you know, more schooling, which we, more school, like, property, which we need. And it's also like, you know, like, you know, certified, energy efficient, and sustainable or whatever, which is like, okay, cool, whatever. It's also like, you cannot walk to it, it is only accessible by car. Yeah, I drive like, you can drive 55 next to it. Yeah, right. It's it's like totally inconceivable um, that they would build it like that. There's no, there's physically, it is a truly suburban school, right? Um, it's just, it's so like, I don't know. So there's multiple ins and outs of it or whatever. And people get really cagey about 
schools because you know that's where the kids go right um uh kemper goes on to say none of us want to look at a brick wall it's really going to be on top of us okay sweetheart there's like a creek between you and the like it's a cul-de-sac all right like who cares honestly um so you know i'm glad to see that um people are coming um are coming to the are um are only mounting really the concerns about the uh, environmental impacts that this could have on the water stream and the ecology of all that place but it's of course the motivating factor for this is not their concern for the environment but of course the concern for their property value right which is um goofy (laughs) incredibly goofy because having because you would think right forgive me i'm not a property owner like some like like some of these folks out there right so you would think in my mind right i i feel like school location being close to a school is like a plus for a lot of people because like you know good school districts or whatever now i don't know what fayette county public school is better than the other one i don't know it's not my job to know i was evil and went to private school because my parents are catholic um so we're not going to get into that it's like a uh, city skylines you know you you just you tear down some houses put a school and then everybody's happier exactly and, and the property values be. go up and that's how it should be honestly i wish i wish we could just sometimes tear down buildings there's um i forget the name of uh I forget the name of the neighborhood but there's some suburban dinky suburban neighborhood like this one that got itself qualified as a historic district so they so their houses would be safe from uh from upzoning like fuck off i, don't. I know there is a there is an area in chevy chase that did that i mean chevy chase has some cool there let me say there are some like the ashland area which is you know some people will say it's not part of chevy chase and i say whatever um uh like i would say that's historic that's cool but it's also dense right even like a lot of chevy chase like true and this is where you really get into it north side chevy chase is the true chevy chase and i'll fight every single person over that one north side chevy chase is you know it's single family zoning yeah but it's a lot denser than some of the um development that's out closer to alumni um on the alumni side of things which is just like you know dumb way more suburban um than the other suburbs part i don't know the problem about lexington is of course you got to remember at some point you when you step far enough away you got to recall we got to remind yourself that oh my god it's all suburban and always has been um but yeah and then half half the city or a good chunk of the city is the university yeah that's the other thing right so you i don't know there's it's so goofy it's so so silly so dumb um so that's just giving you a little look into what the people of lexington are concerned about um which is of course they're tearing down a hundred year old trees but like where were you when they were you were tearing down the good trees you know um but the real cream of the crop that i'm bringing to you all today is of course um i had the pleasure today of sitting down and finally watching the state of the city address which many people have called the different things but Lex TV called it the state of the city, and Lex TV are my guys. The state of the Lafugka. Yeah, the state of the Lafugka. Um, there's also the uh, it's like the state of the merged county governments or whatever was another was another like term I heard used for it. So, that sounds like a like a wartime concession right? kind of That's, thing. Right. It's and it's kind of very badass, right? It's like they're they're acting like it's the year after they merged the county government and there's still this like, mm-hmm. you know, unrest and there's not. The um, uh the state of of East Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the provisional military government <laughs> of Berlin. Um anyway, so this is an event that for some reason it has to be sponsored. Um, so the Lex Forum, which is a group of people I haven't heard of until today, 
um, who includes, as of course, with every good Lexington nonprofit good political organization, like just city government or former city council people on it, which is so dumb. Like, okay, um, you know, it's like it's a revolving door. It's a, it's really is a, oh we got a really good revolving door um, coming up, and I I don't think I'm gonna feel like an idiot when I finally get to it because I don't think I actually wrote down the woman's name, um, but it, honestly. And honestly, doesn't matter what her name is, um, because once again, it's a revolving door. Um, she get, uh, you know, she'll know. show up again in a she'll couple show, years. She'll show up again. Um, but <laughs> so this was sponsored by the Lex Forum, and as a result, we spent the first twenty minutes of the broadcast giving out awards, and a lot of those awards just went to people on the city council. Or like like former city council people, like the same names that you hear sort of around in local politics, or the people that are getting these dumb like Lexform awards or whatever. So that was stupid. So I just kept clicking the arrow keys until I got to everyone's favorite mayor, Linda Gordon. And I might not even be joking about that um, because I wanted I wanted to walk into this state of the city, and I wanted to tear down the establishment, right? Because that is that is what we're we are the opposition podcast. You listen to us and don't read Le- Civic Lex because you're because because you're dedicated to the um, to the hard uh, hard uh, uh, critical um, version of the government. The uh, the A in lame stands for contrarian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, you know, so it was it was difficult for me to actually come and do this podcast today because I didn't want to admit that maybe there were some good things. Um, that Linda Gordon did. Um, but anyway, uh, we got a classic, we got a classic one where she spent the first 10 minutes of her speech, of course, talking about COVID. And then she goes, but I'm not going to talk about COVID for the rest of the speech. And we're like, Oh, tell us more, Linda. And she's like, if you ignore COVID 2020 was actually pretty good. And I'm like, this is a wild argument. Um, what a hot take. It's a hot take. And like, uh, kind of, I don't want to immediate. I don't immediately disagree with it anymore, um, which really just uh, it twitches me out. Um, we can't. We can't be the the Lexington anti-establishment Marxist experience while we're agreeing with the establishment. Exactly right. It's difficult to tear down the establishment, and you're like maybe when you're like maybe the mayor did good things. I don't know. I'm just so glad like uh, everyone was being like Linda Gordon's a Republican or whatever and you should vote for the cop instead. I'm so glad no one voted for the cop. Um the, co- the, the, the I don't even remember the guy's name, but he was like I'm the only Democrat running for city council, which is of course a big no-no in um city politics. You don't reveal your party affiliation. Um but honestly, I'm kind of um I think we've sufficiently moved Mayor Gordon right or at least as right as we're going to get a Republican allegedly a Republican or maybe she I can't remember. I don't I don't remember the exact moving her right moving her left okay yeah that's the goal right well it seems like we've done it it seems like the pandemic's done it guys but anyway um either that or I'm not I'm not I'm not a my power level in the in the you know I'm my my card is not of a sufficient level to access the secret um materialist information that will reveal to me that (laughs) actually they're both bad idiot um that's that's true uh when you've when you've transcended marxism as as a marxist you've transcended uh local politics and you realize that uh they're both they're both just the same yeah i'm gonna come out and start supporting like global agendas or something horrible like that someone's got to kill me if that happens (laughs) and just shoot me dead anyway um so Uh, Mayor Gordon, this was recorded in late January, and she said the words um, about, she said, 
I want to continue virtual education as long as needed, right? Like three days before the Fayette School Board said that they were going to open back up, which is insane. Um, like, so I don't, I don't know. I'm that's like that's what I'm mining for. I'm mining for the tensions. I'm looking out. I'm trying to see how the Fayette School Board responds to Mayor Gordon talking about this stuff. Anyway, um, and then things started getting better, right? Because Mayor Gordon starts going. She's like, she's like, we in Lexington understand that that um, poor and minority communities are more adversely affected by the virus and as a result need we need to have need special programs to um you know promote testing and promote um and make sure that they get the vaccine and i'm like whoa right i'm like that's not that's like that's like good that's something i agree with i'm like a good policy yeah um, and then she's like, and then we gave $2.5 million to small businesses. And I was like, okay, fine. Anyway, next page. Um, and then, um, let me see this, this. Uh, we gave almost a million dollars to food banks from the city government, which was cool. Wow. Um, uh, let's see. She's... Um, she is uh she is very interested in getting vaccines out to us because she wants these three things. She said this in this order. She wants one in-person schools, knowing her audience. Good. Two, open economy. Once again, her audience knows it. Um, and then three, and this one's mysterious, but I think I'm with it. Open society. <laughs> How open do you want us to be, Linda? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like I'll I'll pull I'll pull I mean I'll I'll just start laying my baggage out wherever. Um. But now she's like, but despite COVID, and then she starts getting into all the good city projects we did, right? So I don't know if this is one we've talked about on the podcast before, but the Rep Arena, um, uh, the Rep Arena renovation slash central bank infusement of cash or whatever into the project um, has been uh, going along better than we thought it would. And this really? is Linda Gordon. I get, mad lad literally said she's like you know there is one good thing about covid um and i'm like yeah i just don't even say anything more i love that i love that <laughs> i love that energy that you're bringing to, to the city <laughs> um it's also important to note that while she's making this address like at a podium just like two feet to the right of her and just like on a normal table there's a laptop pointing up at her with every other council person zoomed in <laughs> to watch the the dress they got it. I mean, they had to have had a, like an like a better visual system. No, I mean, it, they were literally just watching it over the webcam, just off to the side. That's amazing. And like, like it, they were just all in their offices or whatever. And she's like, she's like, obviously, I have to have my counsel there. Um, and it's just like, imagine just being like, just like, all right, great. Now I get to sit on my phone the entire time while Linda Gordon talks about wow. whatever. You think Lex TV would? I mean, come on, Lex TV. You guys, hey, there's hey, a there's a budget. I will absolutely take no no bashing on Lex TV. I already feel like I've been too hard on the boys. I love them dearly. Lex TV, you keep doing you. Um, anyway, uh, so she is like um, the Central Bank Center, which some of you may recognize as Rep Arena. Yeah, everyone does. No one's going to call it, just like Center Pit, no one's going to call it Central Bank, just like the Willis Tower. No, everyone's going to be calling it Sears Tower. Nice try, folks. Anyway, um, just like, oh, God, this is a premium one. You can really tell someone's not from Lexington when they call it, like, the Fifth Third Bank Building or something like that, and not, like, just the big blue one. <laughs> 
which is premium. And funny enough, it's neither of those names. It's like called something else. I, I, lo I saw the name of it once, like on like an actual face. It's like the United Financial Center or something stupid like that. But we're getting away. She ominously mentioned um, during this rep arena thing that she was working on something called the catwalk, which was to can help connect student UK's campus to rep arena. And I'm like, what could that be? Another pedway over this traffic? Because if that's the case, I'm like 10,000% here, right? I can't get enough of our weird pedway system. We need a, that's a dedicated, that's a bonus episode we got to make. Um, oh, do you, do you, were you about to talk about the, the catwalk? I like, I don't know anything about it. I just okay. wrote it down in all caps it's, because um, it seemed ominous. It's, I mean, from what I've seen of it, it is um, like this, like intermezzo area between in in the building uh -huh. um where you can get from main street to vine i think that's it's vine right or high yeah, street it's fine um if, if high street high street is literally up above it's at the it's higher up and okay. then you go down the road and that's vine whatever is immediately adjacent to rupp arena that's not yeah that's not high main street, street. It's um, high street. so yeah from main to to high street um and there's going to be like shops and stuff and you can weird okay all right that's well, I, mean, like... I mean that's that's what i've seen from the plans i could be mistaken okay well, um, well I, this is obviously something that merits further research yes especially the phrase because she this is another thing she used to describe the project of one of the largest publicly funded projects in history i mean in our history uh in lexington oh in our history in our history that that r does that r is incredible legwork right <laughs> um also the word uh she very quickly glanced over the word one of right and she also conveniently forgot that it's literally called like the central bank center <laughs> it's like the largest publicly funded project in a, in our history but we also had to you know license the naming rights out of rep arena to someone mm -hmm. which is so goofy i mean i know there was a controversy with with adolf rupp in uh what is, in, when is there not a controversy in the, with rupp? In, in the summer of 2020 oh did he do something wild well, did, he, did, he, did he did he say all lives matter well adolf rupp is dead um yeah that's but, he, I, but he but okay. he um, this is what i can't figure out then he well, he was racist. Well, yeah, but everyone was back then. If you right, wanted a building but, named after you, you had to kill a black. Man. Yeah, and that was like the controversy. Okay, is because it was like, oh well, we're you know, okay, guys, Black Lives Matter, but Adolf Rupp was racist. Look, so it's a it's name. a big conversation that we're all having. But if I had to choose between a building being named after a racist and a building being named the Central Bank Center, I would pick the racist every day. I don't want my buildings to be named after a dumb bank. Give me whatever weird Adolf Rupp guy. We need the W. E. B. Dubois. Uh, Boy, I would love I would love a I would love a Dubois. And that's okay. This is it. I got you. I got you right in my fucking targets. <laughs> he do, it isn't Dubois. He said it's Dubois. You're right. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm right. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Someone needs to be keeping um, points. Keeping speaking of scoring points. Meanwhile, um, the town branch commons, the uh, totally privately funded project, is very nearing uh, its uh, the fundraising goal. We are at. 25 million out of like the 30 million dollar oh, target wow. um keep in mind final drafts for what it's going to look like are not even completed like they haven't there's no final plans every image they've shown is just totally it's just like like you know just a an idea is this like um is this like the tesla approach to funding 
it's so it's, i don't know it's just so dumb i i'm listen i'm just glad it's happening i'm glad we're gonna get a big park um they gave an update on the town branch trails which are going around and that's happening i mean it used to not be happening for a while um and then all of a sudden COVID happened and they're like this is our time to dig up all of vine street which i'm agreeing with. it's it's federally funded so it's happening yeah we love to see it um so it's connecting to the legacy trail so we're gonna end up by like 2022 with just a loop a like 25 mile loop around downtown beautiful or not 25 that sounds a five mile loop uh, that sounds that sounds a more like well it's 25 miles in total it's 25, still beautiful yeah still beautiful um and then she just was like you guys you wouldn't believe how fast we did this stuff of course euclid as we all know finished in a year a whole year sooner wow um and we've almost completed everything from our epa lawsuit for those of you playing at home we got sued so bad by the epa under the obama administration because we hadn't updated our sewer piping in like 80 years um and when we first so we got this court um ruling that's like lexington has to do this right um and it was originally supposed to cost us six hundred thousand dollars that's a joke 600 million um (laughs) uh i my brain i was gonna right? be like that's cheap for that's a public inc- works project for public works um 600 million and so far um we've spent 280 million dollars on the project and we're like almost done with it so we're expecting to um come way in under budget which is the other thing these mayors these mayors they won't stop saying which we did under budget by the way and like sometimes you don't have to just just be proud that you did something like ever don't... since the the freaking tea party and yeah. they're like, we got to we gotta balance the budget. We got to balance the budget, guys. The budget must be balanced, which is true. We are we are um, legally mandated to run a balanced budget, which I'm like fine with um, because uh, I believe the my, my ultimate political goal is to um, increase revenue streams for the city by simply owning all the housing. Um, <laughs> but that's <laughs> check out. Check out the previous episode. Yeah. Check out the previous episode on um, on. Uh, us us trying to um give uh, mayor gordon a little pep talk about no that was two episodes ago work just completely i mean just check out every episode it's, where we completely episode. completely it, just lambast the cop the whole concept of uh of landlords, landlords and, yeah yeah listen if you want to go out and buy your own house i'm sure in our political future you will always be able to go out and like buy a house or whatever but like it, it, the the fact that there's like no public housing here is is a joke and sad the fact that people keep having to crawl to landlords just some guy who owns things can you imagine um a a very very disgusting disgusting kind of person um and i mean it for any of (laughs) you know who you are um uh oh this is the most important thing this legacy the 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 um, town branch trail gordon's like you can walk on it you can bike on it you could rollerblade on it and i'm like stop stop the press stop the whatever the thing you have to stop in news oh my god break that line call up the ap mayor gordon endorses rollerblading ladies and gentlemen finally it's official it's official we've been waiting for a long time this is big for our political project what about uh unicycling and skateboarding well hey let's not if we ask for too much it'll set back our progress let's not we have to we have to go we have to go about this moderate eight wheels at a time yeah We'll get there one day, but <laughs> we don't want to provoke a negative or whatever. I'm this this thing is be anyway, stop the bit. Yeah. So if you want to look this thing up, it's called the EPA um, consent decree, which is what we had to sign thanks to the courts. 
Um, and anyway, um, generally, Kentucky was like, we're going to have a big shortfall because then we make a most of our money from payrolls, right? And a lot of people stopped working um, for uh, mysterious reasons, right? No one will ever know. <laughs> um, and we were like worried that stuff was going to go bad. But actually, things kind of went fine. Um, not fine enough for Lexington to consider selling off some of its properties, which listen to the last episode. Um, but we have been, we've been getting, we've been scoring some pretty cool grants. Like for instance, we've been doing a lot of uh, stuff to, um, fund emergency rent and utility funding, which is cool. Um, so if you have problems paying rent, Mayor Gordon can't stop your evictions, even though I legally totally think she can. Um, she can, however, give you give you a little cut you a little check if you need it, hopefully, which is pretty badass. I'm like very, like actually very excited that this is a thing. We need that we to do. yeah keep those uh, is, keep those yeah. water water and utility. Yeah. And we'll we'll get to this, but um but uh you know um funding for the emergency the whole idea of the emergency rent assistance thing was another thing that came out of the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer. The whole like. Mayor Gordon, you know, they like put a task force on it. And I was like, great, a task force. This will accomplish nothing. Um, and lo and behold, it's like things are happening. Um, and one of that is that we're now doing, you know, rent assistance, which is great. Amazing. Yeah. Now, um, this wouldn't be a real episode without taking some digs um, on the on our government. My right? shovel's ready. My shovel's ready. Um, uh, so... Um, Mayor Gordon referred to um, uh, referred to when she was talking about the city budget said um, we now are able to afford services we, we we don't have to cut any of our services that our citizens want and Mayor Gordon comma I'm sorry but I can't actually name you a service that you provide that we it's not that we want it it's that we need it name me a single government service that the city does that we could do without. Uh, we need we need sewer. We need recycling. Once again, the recycling thing, it's not something we want. It's something we have to do. Um, public transit is something we need. Uh, libraries is something we need. Like a fire department, you know. What are well, yeah? What are the optional programs here? I think it's the police. There, yes. I don't, Larry, she didn't mean it, but it's the police. The only program that some people want that others don't is the police. That's Linda um, Gordon's code. That's Linda Gordon's. She's dog whistle speaking to um, us, I guess. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, she referred to, when she started talking about more local business stuff, and she's like, actually, we're, uh, there's lots of local businesses hiring, and then proceeded to talk about how Amazon and Baptist Health was expanding. Local businesses. Very proud local businesses these are. But um, uh, it was actually a little, a little unnerving to me just how well she was saying these, um, uh, all these different medical corporations have been doing in this pandemic. That's not something that really sits right with me. Um, finally, by the way, I don't know, I can't believe we didn't cover this sooner. The old Shriners Hospital out on Richmond Road has been bought by Cardinal Hill. Um, oh. So they're expanding, which, um, so hopefully good things will come of that. Um, good things for, for the elders of the, of the bluegrass area. Indeed. Well, I went to Cardinal Hill as a kid. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, because I had issues, right? Oh. This is why I started a podcast when I grew up. Anyway, um... <laughs> Uh, a, a stupid throwaway one that I'm going to say because I said it before we recorded and I thought it was funny enough to bring it into the final one 
is that Mayor Gorton was like, you all will be very pleased to know, but by the end of 2021, all Dixie Cups will be made in Lexington. <laughs> Which is, like, crazy that, like, throughout all of this, not only has do, are we doing all this these things, but Linda Gorton's like, yeah, I also brought more manufacturing jobs. Like, are you out of here? What? What? And you know what you can put in your Dixie Cups? Your, your Lexington-made Dixie Cups is your Lexington-made Jif peanut butter. Amen. That's right. I proudly buy Jif. Um... I'm kidding. Can you imagine us endorsing a product? Um, that being said, our email is open. <laughs> our email is open. This this episode is brought to you by yeah. Jif. We kill all landlords. This episode is brought to you by Dixie Cups. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and then we got to some of the most obnoxious stuff about city, about like the, the real stuff that's left to deal with, with um, sort of the philosophy of governing cities that's been left over from the Reagan era is all about like, courting like like the more these were like we got to be appealing to business and stuff and she wouldn't talk about just like oh it's going to be so appealing when we get all these ag tech companies coming which is ag tech ag tech ag tech ag tech agriculture technology who are so i i just know of of app harvest who are the other ag techs it's like all tech um and who has been consulting them on this stuff the og oh. the og ag tech i mean and it's not i mean like and i mean i believe it like uk is big in ag tech and stuff like that um and I don't know, generally it's good. I mean, like, if we're talking about, like, if I was just, like, you put me in charge of the state of Kentucky and be like, okay, fix it. Like, basically, like, agriculture, ag tech, and, like, you know, medical infrastructure is basically the solution we have to uh, saving us from um, the impacts of a, you know, centuries of extractive industries. But that's just I really me. want that that uh, railway system. The rails, yeah, we'll get the rails, and that'll happen. The the triangle, yeah. Um, so the uh, so the the um, BLM commission, which I don't remember its actual name, even though we just it's, said it. It's the Commission for Racial uh, Racial Justice and Equality. Yeah, which was good. It's very sad that they had to kill that one man so bad that to for us to get all these good things, but. It's happening, and Linda Gorton is like, it's happening, and we are very lucky to, you know, have the opportunity to be doing this stuff, and the more stuff we can do as fast as possible while there's still, like, political steam there, the better. And I'm like, good, I agree, um, which is so weird. I hate that I'm, like, agreeing. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't feel right. It feels dirty. It makes me, it does, it does make me feel wrong. Um, so, one of the things that did happen, and I didn't know this, but they renamed Cheapside. Um, I, th- I heard that that was in the they, works. They but... finally, they finally did it. I do not know who. Ironically, and this is the this is the the perfect like um, white in Lexington thing. All I know that it was renamed from Cheapside. I did not write down the name of who it was renamed to. Um, which is it sad. is now, uh, and I'm I'm pulling this up as of uh, is going to be called the Henry A. Tandy Centennial Park. All right, okay. Tandy was a freed slave who did masonry work for many downtown Lexington's landmarks. Dude, we love masonry. Um, okay, so they're doing some things. They're doing it, and who knows what will come of this one um, because it's also got some weird neo-libby stuff to it. They're doing a disparity study, which they've already received funding for, Um to find out if minority companies are getting their fair share of contracts from the government, which like on the surface, this sounds good, but like I'm looking at it and it's, there's like something about contracting in general. I don't know. puts me on edge guys, but we'll leave it at that. Um, I'm going to accept it as a good thing. Um, 
finally something I get to just uh, I just get to just drive the stake in. Mayor Gordon, Mayor Gordon's like, and we, and she's like, we're we're we we bought we bought more body cams. Now every cop's got to have a body cam, and we're like, that's what they literally did in 2015, and it didn't. No, 2014, it didn't do anything. Um, also, you're giving them more money. She's like, we got we hired 25 new cops, and if you checked, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter recently, but I've been getting inundated with ads that Lexington Police Department's hiring. Stop. Um, she's like, our cops are. Uh, our cops are uh the lexington police department is the highest accredited there's some national association that accredits cops never heard of them um don't know what their standards are if they're a cop association i don't trust them we have the copiest cops yeah and they're like they're we we have the gold we have the highest possible accreditation in like the nation like like, like we're like at the top tier with all the top boys right and fun fact only three police departments in lexing in the kentucky in the state of kentucky are accredited um so who knows who knows is it like uh it's like lexington louisville and covington i would i would guess lexington louisville frankfurt or maybe like lexington covington frankfurt because um if anyone if if, if let me say this if the louisville metro police are um accredited i'm gonna eat my hat um because <laughs> because that means nothing those people are monsters anyway um if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're a cop are you out of your mind um anyway uh just go with the landlords yeah go with the land yeah i mean we can if you're a cop or a landlord or both for some horrible reason dude i must i will i would never want to meet you judge Um, jury and executioner yes literally anyway um mayor gorton announced a new department for housing that didn't elaborate she just said she's doing it and I'm like, that's okay. cool. Um, I mean, we're never going to hear more about that. Well, this is an important vehicle for when we want to start um, just seizing property from landlords. The de- this housing department is probably going to be the thing running our. I mean, that was housing. like that was like Andy Andy Bashir in the state of the Commonwealth was like, we're going to invest more in in infrastructure. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, what is honestly, what does that mean? Are they investing in removal of highway? Um, highway? <laughs> this is actually something really interesting. Okay, so they've had fun. They have funding. They're doing this. It's a 24-7 crisis response team that's full of mental health professionals. Um, oh, oh, they're doing, okay. They're, so they're doing, they're, this is apparently like a pilot, like a national pilot program that we're running, basically. That's amazing. Yeah, so this is, this is really exciting because this is literally, like, this is the, the concrete step to be taking to removing responsibilities from the police this is um, um this is really really cool because yeah. they they send out they send out like an emt and mm-hmm. like a certified crisis response person yeah and they they operate on like on like a minuscule fraction of what the police operate yeah. off of do you see why i had such a hard time trying to find stuff to shit on in this yeah. like i'm like i really um, hate that i came away liking so much they're yeah they operate on like such like literally like a 12th or a sixth of like what the police operate off of and they're like more effective yeah right they don't kill you they don't respond to your you know schizophrenic episode by locking you up um Um, only like like unironically this is not a bit only good things can come from this i know i agree um someone be sure to save a recording of that for when something for when somehow they destroy Um, the program or something i think there's there's been a couple of pilot programs um at least there's like in one city at least since the 80s and there's never been an incident of a like murder or any kind of like crazy thing like only like it is like nothing bad has ever happened that's awesome um and i don't want to jinx it don't want to jinx it but honestly and like that's not a bit like nothing bad (laughs) has ever happened okay you gotta if you keep saying it's all right 
Um, so this is the revolving door thing that I'm talking about, though, um, on this next one. So they're collaborating with the University of Kentucky um, for, like, some aspect of this. I can't entirely... She was so weird and vague with it. But anyway, but the, but the real thing to take away from this is that the person that's coming from UK to work with city government um, that is, like, heading the partnership between UK and city government is, and I forget her name, but it doesn't honestly matter, um... It's the District 6 who lost her election last um, in 2020. Um, she has in out, out one door, in the other, and now she's coming in for as a, as a UK employee. She's gone, but not forgotten. She's gone, for not, but not forgotten, I believe. Um, so, you know, that's... She's District 6. Look her up. It's what the, it's what the white LCHS guy um, won. Um, so kind of kind of messed up. Um, but anyway, like, you know, there is... Um, there's funding for the fire department to hire a, and this is wild. This sounds like a position that should have existed like two decades ago, but an opioid outreach coordinator, um, which is, you know, like special training because obviously a lot of first responder EMT people, um, a lot of what they're doing is just coming and upping you with Narcan. Um, and basically just, you know, dealing with overdoses constantly. So, Drug crisis, opioid crisis is still here, folks, and um, Mayor Gordon's doing stuff about it, at least. That's, I mean, good job. I mean, round of applause for Mayor Gordon. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I guess we'll only time will tell how much of this stuff gets done. Indeed. Um, um, some of the, I mean, the fact that it, concrete things have actually come out of this committee, um, like like the fact that she's like, we launched a committee and then we did this these things because of it is crazy for me. It's something I haven't seen in a while. Um, like yeah, coming from coming from just endless hours of of hell from student organizations yeah. throughout my various various time here in Lexington and at UK, it's 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 a breath of fresh air. Yeah, indeed. Um, it says something that maybe organizational politics is good. Um, finally, she's like, the Southland Drive area is looking good. Am I right? And you're right, Linda Gordon. We finally desuburbanized Southland. Um, Southland is now um, fit to live, and I gotta quickly um, buy a house there before it starts gentrifying. Um, like you know, even more than it already has, being close to like you know, in the school districts or whatever. Because um, uh, of course, even though we've been doing things to address housing, uh, the housing crisis in Lexington, um, it's on a delay, folks, um, and the uh it's only getting worse from here is all is all I'll say on that um there's only there's still not enough you know there um there's uh, still not everyone's being housed there's still a scarcity of housing that is causing prices to go up um right because why else would if there's not all right landlords hit me with this one so if the numbers say if the numbers say that there's um that there's more houses um house places for people to live than people who need homes in Lexington. Why does my damn rent keep going up? Huh? Want to explain that one, tough guy? Um, yeah, we want to explain that market force for me, huh? The in the invisible hand. Yeah, the invisible the invisible hand of um of being a monster to your fellow man. Uh, consider your career. Take your listen. If you own this extra property or whatever, literally sell it and just take the money and go do something you love with it because life is short and to um, charge another man for his life um, is a crime that will send you to hell. I kid you not, look it up. Usury. Yeah, it's yeah, it's usury. It's like literally, I'm like, I'm trying to tell you like, regardless, like, like the name, I, I, okay, if you can name me a single religion 
that's like you know like not like scientology or whatever but like if you can name me a single religion that's like you know oh yeah actually being a landlord is good um I, I, I capitalism yeah yeah exactly um but let me just say this um before um i'm i've taken up a lot of time with this one but there was a lot of stuff to cover i hope it was interesting um i'm about to yield my time um and of course my final statement um as always is that um there is no place in heaven for landlords um and i can't (laughs) and cops and cops yeah landlords and cops um there is you know honestly okay this is gonna sound crazy i'm way more willing to believe that there are good cops than there are good landlords interesting i honestly think that there are what about um what about good bankers <laughs> there's good federal credit unions but there's no good bank um this is uh, <laughs> show me show me a good banker and then we'll talk yeah sh- <laughs> and it's and it's 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 difficult discourse because you know yeah there's no good bankers but no this is not me dog whistling that i don't like jewish people or something which is what i think i don't understand i like i don't know it's, i don't yeah, understand the whole jewish thing it's it's definitely not of our generation um, is what I'll say. It's definitely in. Uh, it's definitely an antiquated idea to like. You know, it's very like I'm still thinking about medieval Europe mm-hmm. um, to do, but it's fine. Whatever. Um, um, if you wanna, if you wanna learn more about about bankers and the, the weird things that happen because a result of banks, um, imperialism. Just Cha- like chapter two. An, just 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 rip open an encyclopedia. Um, just look Vladimir, at Vladimir Vladimir Ilyich Lenin imperialism <laughs> imperialism chapter two. Oh my god! Uh, good, it's a good read. All right, if you wanna if you wanna join Aaron's Marxist book club, or to, um, emails open, I guess. Um, <laughs> all right, I, with that, I yield my time. We'll be back in just a second. This is the middle bit of uh, the Lexington affidavit Marxist experience. Um, not quite the middle this time, but uh, that's okay. You guys can contact us at lexlamepod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at lamepod. Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you think we deserved it. A thumbs up or a thumbs down on whatever podcasting platform you use if that is applicable share it with your friends with your grandma with your dog send it over a cassette tape to linda gordon's personal office desk herself spread the word share it with your friends we're gonna get back to the podcast Welcome back to Lame, the Lexington Affidavit Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. This is side B Finally, of the podcast. You thought we'd never make it. You thought we'd never make it. Um, side B is we're going to be playing a little fast and loose today. All right, hit it. Um, so last week was the infamous Liz Sheehan uh, little event that she had with Civic Lex. And uh, one of us was in attendance. Mm-hmm. And that one of us was me. Boots on the ground, ladies and gentlemen. I was floored with the kind of investigative journalism that's been happening. All of our questions have been answered. No way. Um, this see, is the first time hearing about it, by the way. The thing about the thing about local politics 
is that if you have a question, you can just ask them. Yeah, I can't like I can't give Mitch McConnell a ring and just ask him what's up. Mm-hmm. But I could totally give Hannah Legree a ring and be like, "Hey." Right. <laughs> um. So before before we get into those, um, we have uh, just some some different things from from Liz Sheehan. Um, she was talking about this program, which I thought I thought was absolutely um, fascinating. Uh-huh. Um, they have a thing called Civic Artists in Residence. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. Um, and for those of you who haven't, the plan is to put three artists and different city council departments and the goal is to make like get their impressions of what happens in city council and see like if they need to re-spark some of their ideas i love that you can like it's like um it's like dirty dancing but with art um, you got you got to bring you got to bring the art back to city council um so yeah i absolutely love that um the forum basically was just like a rundown of of the basic structure of city government gee which is what the podcast episode we've been meaning to make but we haven't yet because i haven't figured it out yet so thank god we just got we we, we went for the speed run option and just asked a city councilor well yeah and she um and she didn't even like have to nobody had to ask her that she just did this on her own volition um and oh. explained okay. how city council works Lovely. um so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know do that um on this episode uh-huh. um but it's it's but I interesting. You took for, I, I'm sure you took their own notes. I took uh, there was a graph that oh, I drew. Wow, look at that! Um, and it's all the people. Uh, basically, yeah, you elect the uh, mayor and, and then the, the vice mayor the and the council, people, yeah. and then you have two at-large people. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thing. Um, but what's the big what's the big what's the big scoop we got from this? All right, so the big scoop uh, it, we have been wondering. Yeah. For the past uh, five episodes, I guess up until now, because this is the fifth episode. Indeed. Um, is it? Why does yeah? Why does city council vote on issues unanimously, and why are they always yes? Yes. So I asked Liz Sheehan, mm-hmm. "Why do you do that?" And we have a response. Oh my god, I'm on the edge of my seat. There's a reason for this. Okay. <laughs> so as you know, the city council does readings of the bills mm-hmm. of the issues yes. and they have a first and second reading mm-hmm. and as Lishian explained they by the time they get done with the second reading the bill has been modified so many times yes that everyone is okay with it but like even so i'm assuming it's just like but like even with like the first i guess like all the disagreements happen during their work sessions yes which is not i have it i've yet to watch a work session but i want to um, when I have the time, because I'm very curious to see what a what a less formal city government is looking like. And um, yeah, so they they um, they just vote on the they basically just rubber stamp at the actual meetings, which is what which is what we watch. So we just see the end product, and we're like, this is so weird. Why is this happening? Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, they don't. There's no debate. There's no discussion during the city council meetings. Um, and like I said, by the time it gets to council, it's at a state where everybody is either happy with it or most people are happy with it. Yeah. Now, it is possible to vote no on a bill. That's exciting. Well, you would um, certainly hope. And when that happens, nothing changes. You just vote, you just vote no on the bill. Okay. You, um, just say, you, you just said like yes to all but resolution three or whatever yes wicked all right um and this so is kind of how i see i'm glad it works how we thought it did they don't they don't stop the press you didn't you didn't throw a, a wrench in the in the in the engine yeah um 
it's just uh that's down for the record they're all by the it just so happens that this uh, city council meetings that we've been watching uh they've all just been happy with by the time they they get past the second reading they're all just happy with the bill all right well my my criticism still stand but yes it is it is from an outsider's perspective it is a very bizarre thing to watch yeah and well it's it doesn't help that like when they're not officially in session they just won't stop congratulating each other it's like the end of uh evangelion why would why would you expect i have okay all right yeah, the con- congratulations 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 I've, I've never seen this i've never seen this tv show and i'm i'm not i'm not going to i will not let you on this good <laughs> honest podcast where we're um try to try to try to try to even invoke any any pop culture how dare well, you? well the the real ones out there listening will know the real ones out there whatever the real ones out there just have to know that the the real ones out there know that the american water corp is an immoral company (laughs) (laughs) anyway and they've seen evangelion um so yeah that was that would that answered our unanimous voting question Uh so in in the end uh it wasn't it wasn't some nefarious plan by bill farmer well it actually i would argue it actually only reinforces my belief that it is some nefarious plan (laughs) but um nice nice try but yeah no i mean i'm glad I'm glad someone in city council was willing to say it. Right. Um, but you know, you said, okay, so I don't, we were talking about um, city council meeting minutes. Not yes. Being up, and you told me that it's like, right. Okay. Like when you have a meeting, you have to approve last meetings minutes. Right. That's, uh, that's what, um, that's what Robert's rules apparently says. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, it's true. I've read, I've been reading Robert's rules recently for unrelated, um, dumb reasons. Cause you're a nerd. Yeah. Well, I'm not a nerd. This is, I'm getting paid money for my job to read it. Um, and I'm actually, it's quite miserable. So I'm actually not a nerd. Um, nice try. I think telephones are stupid. Um, <laughs> and, um, but what I can't figure out is that even after you said that, I, I still go back and I just still can't find the meeting minutes for stuff. Like for like two meetings ago, main council meeting, they're still not like I still can't get captioning or um, uh, meeting minutes for it. Yeah. Um, so the the reason so we've, we've been complaining about how there's no minutes. Yes. The reason that there haven't been any minutes and I I, I went directly straight to the horse's mouth. straight to the horse's mouth. I emailed Lex TV and they said wrong department. And they yes. forwarded and they forwarded <laughs> me <laughs> and they forwarded me to the clerk, and she said that the the, uh, the city council has to approve the minutes to be uploaded. Indeed, and that it's not instantaneous. That it's not just like ready to at, a, at the push of a button to be uploaded. Yeah, because she said she has to transcribe it or whatever. It's true. Um, yeah, and so it's like a process. Um, but that is why they are not instantaneously available is because they have to be approved and wow. the city council hasn't approved them yet. Well, there's been two city council meetings so far and not even the first one has its meetings approved. I mean, it's in. So I will keep watching because I'm on that meeting minutes. Um, I'm on the council meetings, uh, public meetings page very frequently. For oh, and there is a, for those interested, there is an RSS. Oh, that you a, can subscribe yeah, to. I mean, you can literally tune into Lex TV if you have like a normal, like if you get like a digital antenna or whatever. It's quite, amazing. It's literally, but you can get some cool, like, um, uh, watch the senior center. What, uh, what channel is it on? Cause I don't, I don't think I get it. I don't know. All I know is that you can't tune in live to it. Okay. Um, I would not knowing what channel is on is such like a, not that's like, that's something that I, not even I want to bring back. 
Like, like I'm all for bringing back landlines, but like, I mean, you know, back in the day, people used to know what channels things were on. I don't know what anything is on anymore. I know. Well, I, I have I an idea of what channel things are on. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. All right. No, go ahead. I want you to take a quick guess as to what channel LEX 18 is on. 18? No, no, it's on. I think it. Yeah. Exactly. No, There's, say um, no more. Say no more. It's LEX 18 literally isn't. I think it's 18. like it's like 32 or something, right? No, no, that's like that's. No, I mean, you need to go. Oh, that's the ABC. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But anyway. Yeah. I I want I want to be able to access uh Lex TV on my digital antenna because I want nothing more than to just be able to turn on the TV at one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and whatever is on public access, that's what I'm watching. Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually if you um, it's really actually um, for anyone interested, it's actually very cheap to buy airtime on WKYT like really early in the morning. So, not that we would be interested in doing that anytime soon, but I'm just saying, um, folks, it's out there, and you should really. It's like thirty bucks or something like that to get oh, an wow. hour. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of wicked. Um, so if anyone wants to make some instant cult classic public access style TV, look no further than uh, KYT. Amazing. But we're not here to plug that. Do we got anything else on the agenda? Um, we, I mean, we talked about the minutes. We talked about the voting. We talked about Liz Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Um, Civic Lex is, as we have always stood by, state propaganda. <laughs> um, and nothing more and nothing less. Nothing more and nothing um, less. They're useful. Um, you know, we <laughs> we read them. We well, I read Civic Lex just like I read... Uh, Herald Leader or whatever to get my to get uh, information for this podcast or whatever because we're not um, one of these days we'll become our, our entirely uh, a news host um, news business onto ourselves um, but until then we'll or, surpass a Herald Leader yeah well the day I have to stop reading articles by by uh, Beth Musgrave who essentially writes this show for us <laughs> um, every article I click on Beth Musgrave. Uh, my heart goes out to you. You're the only person covering anything of actual interest in this city. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I, feel, I I swear, it's like her and Civic Lex sometimes just write episodes. Remember I did all that work on the public selling of land, uh, like like the whole land sell-off? And like all the stuff I did, I saw the Civic Lex article afterwards, and I was like, man, I could have saved like three hours of my time if I just read this instead. Um but that's not journalism, folks. You gotta get it straight from the horse's mouth. And if it ain't from the horse, if it ain't from the horse's mouth, it ain't it ain't worth it. And we've got to, we've got some words from the horse's mouth here. Oh, yeah. um, this is this is um, part of our amazing reading series here on Lame <laughs> um, that we're that we're starting up um, <laughs> just right now. We've <laughs> got yeah, we've got this op-ed here from the from the Herald Leader. All right. Um, titled "Pledging My Own Personal Impeachment." The, Repu- huh. the Republican Party is not the Trump Party. <laughs> this is by this, okay. is, this is by Brian uh, Engel. Uh, this is published uh, a couple days ago on the 28th of January, uh-huh. um, and updated again on the 29th. Um, and the picture the picture of this is interesting. It's a man dressed as George Washington kneeling in front of the Washington Monument and oh. praying. Huh. Huh. Okay. All right. Um, so. This is a photograph. Um, this is on, on infamous January 6th. Mm-hmm, um, uh, so it's, he starts off. Uh, I became a Republican in the most straightforward way I know. By going to Vietnam as part of the foreign policy of 1960s Democrats and witnessing firsthand the train wreck they created. That's... We're, start, we're starting off here with the bay. Wow. 
All right. Okay. Returning there later, I saw that Republicans did not win the war, but did get us out in some order and did minimally get our POWs home, which was better than the French did earlier. Since, <laughs> That's awesome. since those times i have supported republican values and have mostly not always supported republican positions okay imagine being anti-imperialist enough to like you know like i can't believe i was sent out here to vietnam to fight in this dumb imperialist war and being like so that's why i gotta vote republican and stick with it for like decades i like i like that i like that he blames the democrats for vietnam well i mean like it's not like the democrats didn't do vietnam right but it's um, not like the republicans were were any better either yeah well, i mean let's let's keep rolling through it because i'm scared um, of national politics now i'm weary and my nose is sore from having to hold it so often these last years mostly over donald trump Yes, he did some good things and brought in talented people, Amen. most of whom he ultimately he ultimately fired or, <laughs> or chased off as he did as he did stupid corrupt things. This is just stupid stupid corrupt. Things. My t- my top list of stupid corrupt things include his coronavirus mal- maleficence malfeasance malfeasance yeah, yeah I can read uh-huh. uh, including downplaying and denying the seriousness his constant lies about winning the election he lost his blatantly crooked call to Georgia Secretary of State asking him to find more votes to overturn his loss uh-huh. and the ultimate worst his call to his supporters uh, to come to Washington D.C. on January sixth and his like- his incitement of the insurrection that stormed our Congress comma allowing it to continue without restraint and here i was thinking there was no one passionately voting for joe biden <laughs> and possibly the worst is showing <laughs> zero regret for any of his actions even as he as he continues to lie to anyone who will listen huh so what is it what does this have to do with lexington I mean, this is this is in the this is in the herald leader I know it's in the herald leader but like is there any is there any just is this there is any uh background well or? yeah we'll we'll get to it okay um, sorry um, I have not forgotten the corruption at the FBI that launched an investigation of Trump based on false evidence. No way. Nor the Speaker of the House standing behind him at the State of the Union address and ceremoniously tearing up his speech like a spoiled child. That was awesome. Nor the Sec- Senate Minority Leader standing on the steps of the Supreme Court threatening the justices if they failed to rule as he wished. I don't remember this. I don't remember Chuck Schumer doing anything. No. Uh, <laughs> the idea that Chuck Schumer took a- tried to take action on something is a premium. Um... <laughs> um all of this is disgraceful. If I could push some magic button and fire them all, I'd do it immediately. Having no such button, comma, what to do, question mark. That's, that's, that's a conversation I find myself in. If I, well, my magic button doesn't exist yet, so. Um, and then uh, he kind of finishes out. I'm reminded of the words of a Cold War Soviet dissident. When the truth is replaced by silence, the silence is a lie. So what I will do is speak out. First and foremost, I am thoroughly convinced that Donald Trump is a narcissistic sociopath who has yeah. no regard for anyone or anything but his own ego. This is, um, yeah, all right. If our country has to burn down so he can continue to lie about winning an election he lost, fine with him. On that score alone, he is unfit for any office, and I would thus impeach him. Oh. And, I would, and I would add many other Republicans who prostitute themselves to support him. Cruz, Hawley, Rubio, and many others, federal this, and state. Uh, is This is... I guess this is what true centrism is. This is true centrism. This is true centrism, um, yes. 
I pledge my own personal impeachment instead. I absolutely guarantee that I will never in any future election vote in favor of Trump or any of his shameless supporters oh, okay. for any public office, not for president, not for dog catcher. Moreover, I will campaign and contribute against them and support whomever is their opponent. And I find it totally offensive seeing Trump Jr.'s announcement on January 6th saying, quote, the Republican Party is now Trump's party, end quote. It's one, true, very true, um, Mr. Trump Jr. Two, oh, oh man. Um, I mean, like, we all see how this never, I mean, does he, I mean, did he write this before or after the um, the uh, revelations about the Lincoln Project people came out? Um, this is the 29th, so I think uh, before. Oh, that's that's even better. I love that. Um, yes. Um uh, and then he, he replies to Trump Jr. with, quote, wrong moron, wrong comma moron. Um, I maintain there is still a true Republican Party, and I will keep my membership in it. Yeah, it's called the Democrats. It's called <laughs> the, the Democratic National yes, Congress. the DNC. Look it up. Yeah. For those who want a Trump Party, goodbye and good riddance. I will support. This is this is bizarre. I will support our own Senator McConnell, where wherever he or ever anyone else reserves reasserts true public Republican membership. That's awesome. I'm I'm a level because that's what I because of McConnell. Oh, wow. Um, true Republicans must reform, reorganize, and return to core philosophies, including principle and country over party or self. I would love to know if this guy thought. Um, uh, Oh God! What's that? What What was the last governor's name? It's so embarrassing. Matt Bevin. Yeah, Matt Bevin. I would love to know what he thought of Matt. Is Matt Bevin a true Republican? I don't know. Can you answer? Vi- that violent extremists, wacky conspiracy believers, and self-serving political cowards have no place there. Let Let them be the Trump Party, and if it means Republicans remain a minority, so be it. Yeah, baby. I will choose integrity <laughs> anytime. Some will disagree, and I will respect your choice. Hear your positions, and afterwards, I will buy the drinks. But my choice is made, and now I have spoken out. <laughs> this is this is Brian Engel. Um, he's a retiree of the United States Air Force and of the federal government, now living in Lexington, originally from Harlan. Huh. All right. Weird. Wild. Um, um, so, yeah, so Matt, the, Matt so Bevin. The, guy, the guy's not even from Lexington. He just lives in Lexington. He lives in Lexington. <laughs> he's from Harlan. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to be voting for, I guess he's not going to be voting for any of the people in uh, state legislature. Right? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder where his, I wonder how deep, I don't know. Honestly, like, what is, like, will the Herald, okay, so this is what I'm starting to wonder. Will the Herald leader just air anyone? They, um, they had a, um, they had a high school senior on the other day. Yeah, well, high school seniors are interesting because yeah. the idea of a of a child being literate is funny to people. Um, um, they, well, I mean, they were talking about she she was writing about how um, the the fact that kindergartners can go back to school, so high schoolers should go back to school. Huh. Um, and that was she, and that she, was the she, opinion. She, she wanted. She was like, if if kindergarten can do it, so can we. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was the that was her op ed. Well, I mean, like that's hey, that's an op ed right mm-hmm. that's i mean she's making an argument right um that's but, um, gonna be yeah that, that was a, another roller coaster from the herald leader 
honestly, the Herald Leader, it the real direct action in this world of college admissions that these high school students find themselves in, the best uh, direct action that the Herald Leader could do is just give every high schooler the ability, the opportunity to write an op-ed, so everyone can put it on their like college. Uh, do you do what? Do you like submit a resume for college? How do you? How would? You, how do you even write? I guess you. How you do you? Well, if, you you write an admittance letter and you're like, please accept me. By the way, I've written op-eds. So if you, I mean, if you're going to UK and you're a Kentucky citizen. Yeah. Or you're Kentucky don't bother re- writing an application. Kentucky resident, in. yeah, they just let you in. They just let you in because they're kind um, about that. Yes, um, they want you so badly to play their esports. Um, I've never applied out of state, even applying to UC, being from uh, the the metro area. I count as in state. So <laughs> okay, well, I just, I just, all right. <laughs> there's the well, there's the the common app which a lot of people use. Oh yeah, I get yeah. Okay, whatever. It's this been is- a while. I can't, this is definitely, like, both the most, like, on-topic episode and most off-topic episode we've done in the same one. That's okay. They don't, is, they don't is, all have to be is, good well, episodes. This is, no, this is good. This is the anti-centrist episode, right? Yes. This is the episode where we we get, where we spend 45 minutes talking about one statement that the mayor made, right? <laughs> and then on side B, we talk about, like... Brian Engel. <laughs> yeah, Brian Engels of Harlan. Um, <laughs> wow. <sighs> All right, okay. Um, it, do we end it? Can I be free? Um, uh, yeah, it's happened again. Oh, God. Um, you it wasted has. another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. I wouldn't say hour. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> you wasted another perfectly good chunk of your day listening to Lame. We'd like to thank our esteemed executive producer, Charlie Thier. Whoa, whoa! All right, all right. Take two, Charlie. Charlie Carey, our esteemed producer, uh, and all of the amazing people in the background that do all the work for our podcast. Yeah, our live studio audience that cheers whenever we make a funny joke. Yeah, I know, right? They and the um, crickets. Yeah, and the and, um, we have our, our entire staff of writers um, um, uh, on on our on our board. The Herald Leader. Yeah, the, we'd like to Civic <laughs> Lex and the Herald Leader. <laughs> we'd like to thank to our our whole newsroom of Herald Leader. <laughs> like to thank our special reporter um, uh, Lishian and uh, Beth Musgrave for uh, <laughs> for for giving us a, the the big scoop on city politics for this one. And even though the Herald Leader. Uh, publishes more very interesting op-eds whenever they hear us say it. This is lame. All right.